Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Gift of Gab. We have a really exciting guest. His name is David Yaris. He's the founder of J Swipe, and we're really excited to speak to him as two single millennials on dating apps, learning about the dating app lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, so welcome. Thank you for joining the show today. Hello, hello. Of course. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on it. <laughs> um, I think we want to start out by having you tell us and our audience a little bit more about yourself um, and how you came up with J-Swipe. Okay, let's see. Well, we can start with the end, or your second question. Uh, I jokingly say that I believe that any any Jewish person on Tinder early, you know, thought of J-Swipe. Um, it's just that we, you know, executed quickly and, you know, well, thank God. And so, I, you know, now I guess broader background, I grew up in Miami Beach, Florida. I went to a small school in Boston called Babson, um, specific for entrepreneurship. Um, and then I moved to New York City um, in 2010 uh, for a dream job and to meet a nice Jewish girl. I moved to the Upper West Side because I was told that that's where they all lived. And I had a really interesting and, you know, I don't know, uh, fascinating experience there for a few years. But... Um, uh, uh, ultimately, um, that's definitely part of the, you know, the motivating, uh, ideas and reasoning for, you know, I, what I felt JSWIP would be useful for, which is mm -hmm. connecting single Jews, millennials across, you know, a community, across a city or, you know, across the world. That's amazing. We are active users. So thank you for your service. Um, Thank you for being there. <laughs> before kind of thinking about J-Swipe, were you on any dating apps? I know you mentioned Tinder, but were you on, or maybe dating apps weren't huge before you created J-Swipe? It was definitely in like the early, let's call it the early days of like mobile dating apps. Like, yeah. So Tinder was out. I'm sure there were a couple others out there. And it, definitely I was on them. Mm -hmm. But being on them um, was fun and it was new it was all sort of just a whole new way of connecting but if finding someone of the same faith their interest or background etc is important to you um it wasn't exactly efficient effective or responsible um because maybe you, you know get distracted or you know end up you know not being as responsible with two people you know both you're in the other party's time um and whatever it may be and so i thought that it was the, a breakthrough, super innovative way, you know, Tinder, technically, I think technically the people, even though we all think that Tinder is really like the people who invented the swipe, I think I've been told that it's actually Grindr that was maybe first out with that. I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, they, it really disrupted the way that people connect um, for a variety of reasons. And that wasn't available for the Jewish world. So my intention at the time is to take the latest and greatest in dating and connection technology and then, you know, apply it through a Jewish lens. How do you see dating apps changing in the future? Because now there are so many. Yeah, it's such a, it's such an interesting question. I'll tell you, like, it's so funny because at, like, the dating app conferences or the dating industry conferences, they're, like, it's a pretty peculiar industry conference to go to. <laughs> um, and like, there's all this talk, you know, about, you know, and VR where you can, like, wear on like a virtual reality date like I don't I, years away from that being like but Danny was really putting on goggles and going on a date um, that would be insane I would do like video where you can like if you're you know either maybe like video like like a la FaceTime but like 
some type of um, speed dating experience through video, which again, it's an interesting concept, but one of the main challenges, because we've talked about a bunch of these things internally, one of the main challenges with something like video is that one of the beauty of, you know, dating apps is that you're, you, you could be comfortable anywhere, you know, in your pajamas, watching Netflix, you know, in, on the subway, whatever. You don't need to, like, you know, get your hair did to, like, go on a dating right, app and connect with people. Versus if you were on video, I think people would be a lot more conscious of, you know, all of that stuff. And so it's a cool concept, but I don't see it really, you know, coming to life. So I'll tell you that my hope for the industry overall is that, you know, dating apps have done a lot of good, and there's you know, hundreds, such hundreds of thousands of marriages, couples connected through you know, technology. Um, but they've also done a lot of, you know, they've done a whole slew of new challenges that we're all facing with. That face with some that are either, you know, of some that we're still, you know, becoming aware of. Mm-hmm. And I think what is the most important thing that happens, and you know, at these conferences and. It's kind of my like rally cry that I hope people get behind is that all of these apps, all of these dating apps, like help you get more dates. None of them really help you dates, like deepen intimacy, you know, openness, connection, vulnerability, like all the things that actually help the magic and romance occur. Um, you know, all the apps are just sort of helping get you more options. And if anything, one of the biggest challenges today is you know, too many options. Mm -hmm. So my hope is that, you know, a la Hinge and their whole, you know, campaign and their whole sort of design, and I'm friends with the founder and their team, like apps that help you date, date, you know, um, apps that help you ultimately get what it is you're looking for, which is not another date or another option, but ultimately love or connection or fun or whatever it may be, but the things that are designed around that, not around getting you more dates. And that's what I hope the future will bring. Yeah, I really like your point about how a lot of people probably do think like AR and different aspects like that will be in dating apps. But like you said, like we're here sitting on the couch, like watching Blue Blood swiping (laughs) away. We're in no condition to be like on a video date. So I think that's interesting that that's a conversation in the industry, even though it might not be really user friendly, we'll say at this point in time. I think there are interesting ways that it could be executed well, but I think that, you know, it's going to take a lot of people trying to actually get that right until it is really something that we all adopt. Mm -hmm. So I know you talked a little bit about having tons of great success stories and, you know, relationships and families coming out of J-Swipe and dating apps. Um, Have you heard of any really great success stories that people reach out to you to kind of share with the J-Swipe company? Oh, for sure. So we have, um, we all the time and for sure over, over, you know, the years we've started to get more and more in as people have been, I guess, dating for longer and longer since J-Swipe's been out. Um, but there's tons, I mean, there's thousands and thousands of stories. My, my favorite personally are the ones that are like so totally out there that never would have been possible had it not been for, you know, technology or for, you know, this type of connection. So, you know, when someone who lives, you know, in Manhattan on the Upper West Side, connects with someone who lives in, like, you know, uh, Murray Hill. That's beautiful and super cool, and I, I do love, obviously, you know, that that's happening. Mm-hmm. But what blows my mind are the stories where, like, he's from Tel Aviv, she's from Australia. They were both swiping globally. They matched. They started, you know, chatting. Then they started FaceTiming. Then someone visited someone else, and, like, fast-forward, married. 
and like that type of thing like blows my mind so those are definitely my favorite type of stories that's crazy and I think that's is that a unique feature to J-Swipe being able to swipe globally I don't think I've seen that on other platforms yeah it's it's I think it might be and one of the reasons why is likely because you know when we've done a, you know had lots of conversations with with our community and you know young Jewish singles the affinity like the interest in finding your person um, wherever they may be um, expands much more broadly to you know I guess other parts of the world other you know cities other whatever mm-hmm. um, than you know other apps that are kind of like let me meet the people around me and like get to know my community or my yeah. neighborhood mm-hmm. you know no yeah. yeah so do you have any like good insight onto how to get like matches and meet people like on the app because I know like there are people who have pictures of their dogs because they think that'll get them more matches oh, or like top profile yeah. tips. That's interesting. I like it. So, I mean, I think there's a, a handful of things. The first one um, is if we want to get like actually, you know, we could go in two ways. We can go like emotionally and sort of, uh, you know, internal reflection and then we can go actually like tactically, you know, on the app and let's do a little bit of both. Okay. So yeah. tactically on the app, um, a, a couple of things. First is, fill out your profile. I mean, it's such a silly thing to say, but actually is really an important factor where people, you know, on on most apps, they allow you to put in any, you know, any length of a bio. Some people put a couple sentences. Some people put their Insta handle, maybe a joke, whatever. Some people put like a longer, you know, thing about them or what they're looking for. And some people, many people just don't put anything. Mm -hmm. I think that's a huge missed opportunity to, you know, to express yourself a little bit, to differentiate yourself, um, and or to be clear of like what your intention is. So let's say you're only looking for something serious. I think that's a powerful place to put it, like front load your intention and your truth rather than like not express it. And then maybe it comes up on a first date or second or third. And by that time, like if they aren't, then it's like, why did we even, you know, go through all this? Mm -hmm. So use the bio for sure. Um, In terms of photos, I mean, again, it seems silly to even have to say, but Use all five photos if you can. Ideally, um, differentiate. You know, you know, express your the different aspects of who you are and your interests and your, you know, hobbies, activities, passions, whatever through the photos. So people aren't really looking for five glamour shots, right? Like mm-hmm. for sure, look good, do what you got to do. But you know, if you love traveling, get that travel photo. If you have, I don't know, if pets are important or animals are important, like whatever it may be. Make sure that's your, you know, you're visually storytelling, you know, who you are through your photo selection. But definitely, definitely don't only use one photo. I see a handful of these and it's like automatically people think that it's a fake profile if it's only one profile, only one photo. Mm-hmm. Um, even one or two, it's like, why, you know, why do you only have two photos? Like, right. is there is there something I'm missing, you know? So that type of thing. That's funny um, you bring that up. I actually... Recently on dating apps, I would start by saying compliment or roast, and then people can choose if they want a compliment or want me to roast their profile. And everyone who says roast, I end up saying like, you look so creepy. You have like one picture, then you have a picture of like food. Like, how do we know you're not like a bot or like a catfish? And that's like the first thing I think girls really notice. I think it's a super important one, so I'm glad that you did that. It's also hilarious, like, first prompt, so I love that. <laughs> another I've another quick and easy one um, is, um, so you use your profile, obviously, full to, to the fullest. Um, if you're comfortable, 
with it. Some people aren't totally cool. Um, you know, share your Insta or connect your Insta for the apps that allow that. Because I personally feel that, you know, I, I, my, I don't like journal or, you know, diary, but my Instagram is truly like my tidbits of my most favorite memories and moments from the last however many years. And if, you know, if a picture is a thousand words, like you can actually get, you know, a loosely fair picture of a I like what I do, like general things about me from Instagram. And so I think if people are comfortable with that, and I totally respect and get the people who don't really want to share that, um, I think that's a, you know, a powerful tool to allow the other people to know the, uh, you know, the potential, you know, match to, you know, get a feel for you a little bit more. Anyway, so those are the tactical things. The one other thing I would say is swipe, match, develop rapport, get off the app, right? No one's looking to have a pen pal, definitely not on the app. Um, and even like once you get to text, like no one just wants to text back and forth. So in my mind, the, the, the best practice is like get, you know, the level of banter that you need in order to, you know, feel comfortable, you know, either asking the person out or saying yes and showing up. But once you get to that stage, like get offline, you know, get in person. That's where all the magic happens, you know. And so that, that's, that's the app stuff. And then in terms of finding love or opening yourself up to really, you know, calling, you know, the, the person you're looking for, I think there's three core steps. Step one is get very clear about what it is you are looking for. I think something that, you know, is common in conversations that I've been having with friends, colleagues, you know, uh, peers is that like we, you know, well, either you're not fully clear of what you're looking for at this moment, which is also cool too. Um, or like when you say you want a relationship, but like you're still texting your, you know, your ex and hooking up with this person on the side. And it's like your actions might be out of alignment or integrity with like your intention or your, you know, what you're looking to, you know, declare as, you know, what you want to call in at the moment. Mm-hmm. And so getting clear on what you're looking for is step one. Step two, clear space, because you can't really have a clear mind or energy or really even just energetically like, uh, uh, feel open to others um, or when you meet them really like feel like something will be blocking the possibility there if you're still having you know the, the if you're still like on rotation with various people you're hanging out with and if your space is either physically and energetically full with like other you know or distraction or not that so get clear on what you're looking for clear space and then lean in Right. It's going to be scary. It's going to be it's going to take some vulnerability. So many people show up with layers of, you know, self-protection and defense mechanisms to prevent ourselves from getting hurt. But when you show up with that, then there's this like whole gap of space between you and the other person that you're creating that really almost from the from jump prevents the intimacy and magic to even be possible mm-hmm. and so lean in when there's that spark of like when when that spark you know arises at whatever level it is like like what is it fan that flame a little you know like <laughs> explore that rather than like i don't know either either don't explore it or like keep it there but maybe still also you know continue your other options so whatever it may app, be. Yeah. um take the bold move and actually give it a shot um and those are my main thoughts about uh Yeah, that was really helpful. Hopefully this enlightens some of the listeners. I need to update my app for sure. (laughs) We're going to update our profiles. Um, But no, this was really, really insightful. Thank you so much for doing the podcast. We loved having you on and can't wait for our listeners to uh, listen in. Perfect.
for sure. It's an honor to be here. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. And uh, best of luck. Let's Thank find you. That love, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a good evening. Absolutely. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. <laughs> I learned a lot about dating. I'm enlightened. I'm I got to update my profile right now. Thanks for listening in and tune in to us next week as we get gab about more stupid shit.